0: Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives.
1: Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now.
0: I'm a firm believer that if you think about it in your daydreams and it somehow gets into your dreams, you must act on it somehow, some way. <laughs> Welcome back to New AM Sam Radio, the podcast for creatives. And sometimes I think I am kind of lucky, blessed even, that I get to do what I do, and that is not only create projects or of the creative nature, but to be on a show where I can speak with individuals that are doing it. And one, I've realized that creativity has many different forms. But two, I am lucky in that I was able to trust myself to go down a proof or to go down a path. Excuse me of trying it out. And that's what this whole show is about. But before I go into today's special guest, just got to say patreon.com slash global voice. Join the boisterous crew. Unlock early access to the video versions of this show and more bonus content. Support the arts and of course, support the homie as we try to build something from scratch here at New Amsterdam entertainment. My guest today is someone I knew for about 15 years, but watching her far through the throes of social media, I've seen her grow and shift and pivot so many times. In fact, that is the goal. That is the path I want to share with all of you today that sometimes finding your purpose, finding your calling is never a straight line. Lindsay Underwood is making it happen in southwest florida in the realty space but she is so much more than that she is a good friend of mine she's a supporter she is a mom and she does it all with a plum so please without any further ado my chat with Lindsay underwood welcome back to new am sam raider the podcast for creatives it is i football boys the mayor in the mayor's office on a very May gray day here in Los Angeles. But okay, it's all right, but don't be sad and gray. I am being joined by one of my most favorite people on the planet. She is doing it all the way to Florida in the world of real But before we even get to that, I gotta tell you why she is one of my favorite people on the planet. Bliss, Lizzie Underwood, how are you doing this morning?
1: I'm wonderful. I feel a little bit guilty because it's extremely sunny and warm here in Florida.
0: We get like six weeks of like cloudy mornings, we call it May gray or June gloom here in Los Angeles, and it burns off in the afternoon. Oh, it, should, it should burn off.
1: I don't know. It's the opposite here in Florida. It uh, It's always sunny in the mornings, and then in the summertime, it starts raining in the afternoons. You probably remember that from the college days, so. though.
0: Yeah, we both went to Fletcher College, and if you guys listen to other episodes, I can tell you about my... Appreciation now for the four years I spent there. I feel like a tour, right? My four years out there
1: in Florida. Now, <laughs> yeah. uh, but but you are a Florida original. You're like born and raised. Not born. Uh, I will tell people there's a little asterisk, there's a caveat. I was born a Yankee, technically. I was an army brat. So uh, I was. <laughs> I didn't know I'm this. blown. How long yeah. have you known me? I,
0: probably not enough to know that you were not Bomb born in already,
1: like right yeah. out the gate. Yeah. yeah. I'm a journalist,
0: apparently. Are you born somewhere <laughs> else? I have no idea. <laughs> so so yeah. you're born uh, where? Up north.
1: I was born in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, actually. My father was in the army and he was commissioned to teach ROTC at Lehigh University. So that's where I ended up, and uh, um,
0: yeah, my. It's fo- funny because you did tell me this. Now you said Bethlehem, it triggered this deep four hundred four file in the back of my head because my my mom's car broke down that town one time. that's oh. the first conversation we had, or second conversation we had was about
1: Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. But that's right, and a huge wrestling town. So I mean, that's near and dear to your heart too. Always <laughs> learn more at drapinggold.com. That's uh, right.
0: But but you spent most of your formative years in Florida and you know it's a unique state to say the least and uh, pop culture memes have a certain image of the state.
1: But (laughs) what has been your experience, I should say? Florida is extremely unique. Um, What I love about Florida is that it is such a desirable place for folks, not only in the United States, but here around the world. So you really have an opportunity to enjoy and understand and um kind of absorbed other cultures within here in Florida um some people who haven't visited Florida it's kind of funny to make fun of Florida and you know just think that's Florida (laughs) and but it's not like a scene from Deliverance everywhere that you are in Florida um I (laughs) I grew up in southwest Florida so um we don't even have a strong southern accent down here. We talk like <laughs> yankees. And um it's just a very cool um vibe. You know, people are pretty laid back and friendly um it's still an environment, you know, I'm in real estate, so I'm always driving up and down neighborhoods and no matter where you are, people are waving and watering their lawns and it's 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 just a great atmosphere. I've recently had a conversation with my mother and I thanked her. I said, thank you for moving. Thank you for moving to Florida. It was a great experience. And now that I'm a mother, I'm grateful that I am able to raise my son here in Florida, because again, he gets exposure to a lot of different cultures. And he also has, we have opportunities to go to places all the time, um, you know, just uh, COVID restrictions aside, just the availability and, of places like Disney World, Bush Gardens, Legoland, or even if you're having a rough month, the bills kind of wiped out your checkbook. We right. have so many parks and hiking trails and the beach. And it's just a lot of opportunities to get out there and meet amazing people and experience new things.
0: Yeah, that reminds me, I have to thank my mom for a lot more things. Mother's Day was yesterday, the day of recording this. And I was like, Wow, mom does a lot. (laughs) So respect (laughs) the moms out there, for sure. Uh, That's right. But but you had mentioned that you're a realtor, and and let's get right into it, because frankly, I've been watching this from afar, uh, about your growth as a realtor. And it's been an interesting journey to see this content-wise. Walk me through this. What got you into the pursuit, and how has it been for
1: you? oh man it's a pretty long story Um, as far as after i graduated from flagler you could almost do an 80s montage of all the different jobs that i've done to try and discover myself (laughs) 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 but you know with that being said rocky wouldn't be an interesting movie if he just walked in and knocked out everybody with one punch and walked out, it, you have to, <laughs> there has to be a struggle. There has to be character development. And that was definitely a huge part of that process along the way. Um, gosh, I've done so many different things. I was a portrait photographer after college. I thought that that might be kind of a cool creative outlet, but a lot of that was just um, babysitting and wrangling a lot of kids. It was mostly oh, retail.
0: <laughs> That's a, a of, punishment for me, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: I just didn't have the patience, honestly. Um, A lot of retail. uh, And then eventually I ended up in a corporate job down in Naples, um, actually through a temp agency. I just started off as just the front desk girl. Uh, They loved me and kind of took me in and I ended up quickly promoted through the ranks there in that corporate world. Um, I really appreciated that opportunity because it was a great experience as far as office politics, navigating around different people in that sort of team environment and um, dealing with a lot of struggles and challenges too. Sometimes I didn't always feel like I was um, valued or heard. Um, But as a creative person, it really started taking its toll on me being in the corporate world. I was just staring at a lot of spreadsheets and answering the same phone calls and questions all the time. And I just kind of felt like I had to break free. So I ended up uh, doing uh, marketing for a broker in Naples, Florida and having that creative outlet kind of opened that world for me because it, not only gave me that opportunity to transition from the corporate world and learn how to make money doing something a little bit more artistic. I also learned after working through for that particular broker, I thought, Hey, I can do this for myself. Yeah. And that sort of spark and that idea is what snowballed into my process. And I will tell you, I didn't just at that moment, I didn't just jump right into getting my license. I kind of, I molded over for years. Like, can I do this? Is this something? Oh, there's so many realtors here in Florida. There's like, I want to say 13% of Florida residents are realtors. It is stiff competition. Sure. <laughs> and um, I really got to a point where, you know, jumping through corporate jobs and being, I almost kind of got pushed into it. Um, I ended up uh, serving which was another great opportunity because it was cash in my pocket every night while I was able to work on my real estate license and it also gave me the practice to dealing with all different kinds of individuals um, and not always in the uh, most calm or pleasant environment. (laughs) No so, more fam. <laughs> always a test of character you know just tip your servers well they put up with a lot that's all I can say it's
0: funny because like I, I've been on dates where I will tip someone like I don't know 20 or 25 percent and the the person I'm with is like wow you actually tip well it's like well, they are bring it to my plate. Like, they are bring it to my table. I'm not, I'm not hacking it myself back there. <laughs> like, it's not hard. does uh, is make this about me. Uh, well, you did mention something that I, I do think a lot of creatives struggle with because there is the, the art of creating and there's a commercial aspect of it, right? Like, how do I make, market myself? How do I sell? So you got into the commerce side as a marketing person, but then there was a whole, I can do this myself as an entrepreneur, getting a license. And it wasn't an immediate decision, you said. You said you took time to mull it over. What was the big pros and cons? Like, it seemed like you were ready to go off the bat, but you said you took some time.
1: Like, what was going through your mind? It's very hard to leave the security of a steady paycheck. It's very hard, especially when you have other people who depend on you and you have bills to pay. And it takes a lot of courage and a lot of belief in yourself To kind of kick yourself in the pants and just get out there and do it. And, you know, it's today, it's still a struggle today. It's still a process, constantly getting out there and trying to market myself and trying to always generate new business and always dealing with that kind of rejection and overcoming those hurdles and obstacles. It's um it keeps me on my toes every single day. So that's something that um I think it really helps with the situation because once you leave that sort of security
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you're operating just without a net, yeah. it, it's kind of like do or die, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of feast or famine stuff. I always it's, say like, being a self-employed person is like being out in the ocean with a flare gun. Just being like, can someone see me? i <laughs> see me, I swear. You know? Every day. Every day.
1: <laughs> That's uh, a great metaphor.
0: How, how did you plan to stick out? I mean, you, you said that 13% of the Florida residents could be realtors. Like, how do you find a way to be different? How do you find a way to be different than anyone
1: else but still be yourself? The biggest thing is that I've realized that people do have – a negative stigma about people in real estate they kind of think that they're shmarmy used car salesman types and we're always just trying to pull a fast one over on you so my biggest thing is always operating with honesty whether you like what you hear or not I'm going to tell you this this is what it is or this is my professional opinion because I take it extremely seriously some people especially when you when you're watching a show like million dollar listing it's just kind of like oh you know it's just drop it 250 grand or what have you but on the day-to-day basis I realize that I'm dealing with a lot of retirees first-time home buyers and this is their life savings it is a huge decision to make and so I try to use that gimmick as you know I'm here to help And another angle that I always try to take is that I am local. Even though I was born a Yankee, I have lived down here for. 30 you
0: qualify years. as being a local. I swear. <laughs> <That's right. laughs>
1: yeah. I have lived down here for 30 years, so I mean, even the simplest things, like I know all the shortcuts when you're stuck in traffic. I know, you know, the the silly little dives if you're looking for if you're not looking for a chain restaurant or bar. And um, because I am local and because I'm out there and in it all the time. I feel like I have more insight into market trends and what truly cultivates value down here in Southwest Florida, because our market is totally different than anything you would see outside of the United States. It's just booming. People are just flocking here in droves and it's, right. a, it's a crazy uh, storm to navigate, yeah, to say the like, least.
0: That sounds like a thrill do Get you it.
1: celebrate
0: wins and if so how
1: i do i do um uh, i i'm a fashionista so that's my thing i love being Go stylish <laughs> that's part of my creative outlet is you know building outfits and kind of creating my own style yeah and so when whenever- i jump
0: in there so, real quick and say like when we met in college that your car was literally lime green and no one had a lime green vehicle but you on campus. it's just <laughs> bam. But yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm yeah, I like to stand out there for sure. That's <laughs> amazing. Not afraid to be different. That's uh that's I think that's another advantage in real estate. You kind of have to evolve and always try to make yourself stand out above those. Um, there are some there are some sharks out there that have been doing it for 30, 40, 50 years. So Sometimes you got to keep it fresh and stay on your A game for sure. Is,
0: is it like most kind of places where like people who do it a certain long a period of time are just under pressure to reinvent themselves or do the brand speak to themselves and they usually are the first ones Are they become established?
1: Um, it's a mixture. Um, I do look in awe at some people here where their brand, they put so much work and effort into it so that it's just taken off and you can just kind of do your thing. And people flock to you and people wanna get your advice. And that's mm-hmm. definitely the the end all be all when it comes to marketing yourself and real estate. So that's always a work in progress for me is my branding. Work in but progress. To touch back on your question before, mm-hmm. Is that uh, I do celebrate each win by buying myself a cute little outfit. Normally, something work related, so that I kind of invest in my business in doing sure. so rather than just going out and getting hammered or <laughs> doing something that's not the most positive thing. Yeah. So um, that's what I try to do. And that kind of helps motivate me and push me too, is, is part of my grind. A little, a little why. Right. Of why I go out there to kind of just keep that hobby going.
0: I, I like it because you know there's always that age old advice when you when you make anything to invest in your business back into the business, but doing that doesn't mean you have to be stuffy or fun or you have to say I bought bankers' boxes, I'm investing in the business. If you had if you're forward-facing, like I went to the store this weekend and I of course I went to Ross because I'm classy, uh, <laughs> and I bought some new shirts because I'm basically from the top up is what people see me in. And so it kind of was investing in that way. And it's kind of cool to, to really, like, use the creative side of that if need be,
1: which is awesome. There definitely is a creative side to it. And it's yeah. it's it's art. I feel like walking around, you know, wearing my – and it, it's a statement of myself, too. So that's another way that I try to stand out a little bit is that I try to look fresh and kind of – look professional, but also interesting so that people are kind of like, what's her story? And how would it be if I worked with her? Cause I I think if you show your creative side on the outside you can show that you have a creative way of thinking too. Because if you're an outside of the box thinker you can definitely apply that to negotiations to um, how you handle your paperwork and other sort of obstacles when it comes to getting the deal through. Towards the finish line, so to dealing speak.
0: Wheeling plus dealing. Uh, you mentioned the being interesting, and I think was pretty interesting is that you are a moderator of a Facebook group about encouraging people and offering support for those who decide to make the jump to the Sunshine State. And well, what was the story behind that? How'd you get involved? And I like the fact you are active on that group. Just tell us more about that.
1: It's kind of crazy how that started. Um, I was actually um, there's a, a great group called Florida with Five, and it's a husband and wife team, and they moved down to Florida from Wisconsin, and um, they just loved Florida. Then they loved comparing how different it was from their experience up north, and so they started getting into making videos and doing social media, and they actually formed that the group that I'm a part of called Let's Move to Florida, and I guess Lindsay really connected with me and reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to represent Southwest Florida and Cape Coral and try to at least get that information out there and be that go-to person if folks had questions about my particular neck of the woods. So um, it was a great opportunity. I really felt like the content that I was putting out on Facebook and YouTube and what have you wasn't the most significant I was just doing you know little tiny things to sell my properties Go on. but he happened to have found that and thought that it, I had some value in providing information about Cape Coral, Fort Myers, Naples, yes. Florida.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm in the group for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm, just, I'm just there to you interact with people. I think it's pretty cool. I, whether I you think... want to move to Florida or not, it's just interesting. You know, people put up memes about, you know, dolphins and alligators and stuff, but it's just kind of cool to, to see what's going on in our state, whether it's funny or, you know, interesting or even if it's kind of a hard topic to talk about, it's just kind of a fun group. I like just checking in and seeing what people are talking about, honestly.
0: Oh, absolutely! I am too. One of these days, when I get to be able to have three or four properties, two of them will be in Florida, guaranteed. Uh, that's,
1: oh, that's I've been working loop. on you for that for a while. <laughs> I've been telling you, when are you moving to Florida, right?
0: Look, tell me when to download my podcast and make sure I can have an income, and then we'll talk about. <laughs> we'll talk about that.
1: You're already a superstar here in Florida. I don't know what oh. you're talking about.
0: You're All in high right, demand. I'm going to show up. Hey, one person told me I was a superstar.
1: Where is my royal treatment? <laughs> No, Lindsay Stop. Underwood told you. You're
0: the superstar. <laughs> Say no more, fam. That's the difference. Uh, l- let's talk about you. And the personal tip you're not you're not just your career. You're you know you're a mother. You're a part of the community. You are dynamic in that way. What are you for fun? How do you stretch out? How do you center yourself? What's what's personally Lindsay, Lindsay Underwood's vibe?
1: That's an interesting question because I'm still trying to figure that out. Honestly, sure. <laughs> I will I will admit that. One of my biggest weaknesses is how do I handle stress in this ever-changing environment? And it's, um, you know, I don't want to sound cliche, but it is very hard figuring out that work-life balance. And, you know, it's it's like a catch-22 because I always want to work more and more because I want to provide for my son and I want to do cool things and I want to get myself established and have that brand so that I can relax when I make it but then another part of me feels guilty when I'm yeah. not spending that time with him because he's six years old. So it's one of those, Oh wow! it's one of those, th- those times in the life when it's just, it passes by you. And so it's, it's difficult. Um, my biggest thing, honestly, I can't believe I'm just going to confess this to you right now, but my guilty pleasure is I'm a huge sci-fi geek. I'm, a total nerd. So, for me to veg out, I would love to just hang out on the couch and watch like just binge watch episodes of like Babylon Five and Star yeah. Trek. <laughs> what?
0: what Star Trek's your favorite? What What was that? What Star Trek's your favorite? Oh,
1: I have to say, gosh, it's like it's like asking which one's your favorite child. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love them all for different reasons. I, I have to say, just for sentimental reasons probably TNG the next generation Mm -hmm. because that was probably the first Star Trek that really got me into it where I was like whoa like once I started watching it I was like I want to see DS9 and I want to see what happens in all the movies and I want to see what happens in the old school originals and things like that so okay that's what opened the doors for me but I like I like all of the Star Treks for various reasons
0: so, so, I'm not sure if you watched the. Uh, this is people listening. If you guys have watched my sister's show, Commander's Log, uh, my first Star Trek was Star Trek Discovery. So, I'm kind of backwards in that way. Uh, everything to me has that discovery lens. This is why I always laugh when I'm like, hey guys, I'm a Star Trek fan. And someone goes, that's not real Star Trek. Like, what it says is so on the label.
1: But I've been watching it in reverse, and
0: TNG is pretty solid. I like TNG.
1: Pretty yeah. Solid. I. You know, I'll I'll make another confession. I am kind of one of those snobs too. I really don't care much for Star Trek Discovery. Oops. <laughs> uh, <thank you. laughs> but I love. But I do like your show because you know it's not just about the show. You kind of tackle into different perspectives and you know what what the meaning of things. So it's yeah. very interesting.
0: <laughs> nice recovery. Like oh, I hate that show. Your show is <laughs> <was> great. <laughs> No, it's interesting because, like, I, when I was a kid, I said there was TNG on, on syndication, and, and for some reason, it looked like DS9 was going concurrent with with the with acceleration mm-hmm. for a bit there. So I was like, ah, it's too much fandom. Like, that totally passed me by. But I lucked out into Discovery because it was like a new start. Same with like Doctor Who. Haven't tried it because it was like,
1: oh, there's so many doctors. Ah, I'm out. I can't <laughs> do this.
0: But I imagine I might find the one doctor that gets me into it. I have no idea.
1: That's true. I do have I do have a favorite Doctor Who, but uh, that's a. Which uh, one? I do like David Tennant.
0: That's the tenth.
1: I can't <laughs> remember. Okay. But I mean, you know me. He he ran around saving the world in Converse sneakers, so that's kind of my jam. <laughs> yeah, respect, respect. Yeah, and he's also a Shakespearean actor, so I I really uh respect his work, just like Class. with Patrick Stewart.
0: Classically trained. Absolutely. So 20, 2020 is, uh, was a year that was crazy, and we're kind of seeing that we're, at least Florida it definitely seems, is kind of out of it now. Um, what does the back half of 2021 look like? Is it a recovery year for you? Is it to Finney and beyond? Are you looking to paint the Sistine Chapel again? Like, what does Lindsay want to do in the next six months?
1: Oh, that's, I have some solid goals, but that's always ever-changing, so yeah, 2021 is an interesting year. Um I will say in 2020 when the big C hit, I was a little nervous and didn't know exactly I was, you know, I was thinking, "Oh man, I'm still fairly new in real estate. Is this just all going to come crashing down? Am I going to have to serve again? I really don't want to come home covered in butter and beer." <laughs>
0: butter came first for some reason but i hear you just
1: just just a little backstory i I served at red lobster at one point
0: oh just like
1: all the greats like beyonce right (laughs) so (laughs) i'll never eat a cheddar biscuit again anyway (laughs) sorry so um with that being said it was kind of a, a panic mode but florida was crazy i mean real estate just skyrocketed from there And so it was interesting to see how Florida, you know, so many Americans took an interest in Florida when all of that happened. And it's um, not only because we were a little bit more free when it came to the lockdown stuff. um, I also feel, and you know, this is just gauging opinions and things that have been said on my group and talking to other people from up North. um, I feel like 2020 was really a time to reflect On life and exactly what you want to do with it and it seems as though people started adopting more of a carpe diem approach to things so people who were mulling it over like I have mulling Mm -hmm. over the idea of moving to Florida um, decided to take the leap because you know when when you see how bad things can get you might as well just go for it right life's too short absolutely I think uh,
0: this year for me also, like I didn't think I was going to have a content network. That sounds like something that a YouTuber half my age would say, but of course all that downtime and no more weddings to perform kind of put me in that same guys too. So yeah, respect. You deserve the, the best of all things for sure. Lindsay.
1: Thank you. Nice try. <laughs>
0: So if I wanted to catch up with you, hire you, book you, how exactly would I go about doing that? I want to have myself a nice little high-rise condo overlooking the water. Is
1: that possible? How can I hit you up? Oh, man. Well, I'm definitely uh, uh, a type of person that likes to make connections. So even though I am, are we considered millennials? Are we, or yeah. are we Gen we
0: I'm though- <laughs> Gen Y. Don't get me started on that. I do, too. I- I was Gen Y for the longest time, and now Millennial sounds like a disease. Like I have right. deposits <laughs> in my bloodstream. So no, I'm Gen Y. <laughs> I am general Y.
1: will go with that too, for sure. Yeah. And um, so I actually like you know if you if you call me directly, I, I like that the best actually. Um, I like I'm I'm really easy to get a hold of. So call me, text me, um, my email me. You can send me messages on Facebook. I have a website, uh, SWFL Premier Floor. Shoot, Sale dot com.
0: Okay, nice. <laughs> All right, think about That's it. It's a mouthful. <laughs> Wait, was what what it one more time?
1: <laughs> no, don't don't put me there. <laughs>
0: I got to do it. I can confirm for the audience. What was it one
1: more time? S- <laughs> S-W-F-L, Premier Homes for And that's the number four, not the word four.
0: And I hope you do. And tell them Flobo sent you, it'll get a 0% discount. My promises, my thank you for listening to this edition of New Amsterdam Radio Podcast for Creatives. Liz, before we get out of here, I have one more question for you. You know, everyone has a little bit of a motto, an axiom a mantra when it comes to things. Do you
1: have one? And if so, what it is? Oh man, I have so many different ones depending on the occasion. But the the one that sticks out to me the most is something that my mother always taught me. And she always said, fake it till you make it. And that's not to say be a fake person, but in times when you're having a bad day or when you feel very insecure about yourself, It's always best to just go out there and pretend like you're a confident person and that you believe in yourself and eventually people will believe in yourself too and it'll all fall into place. And I really did take that to heart because my mother served in the army and it means a lot to me that she got herself through the toughest of times. She got through tough childhood. She put herself through basic training and put herself in that position just to make a better life for herself and eventually she carved out a better life for me. So I'm gonna adopt that phrase too. And even in the hardest of times, I'm gonna put a smile on my face and pretend like I know what I'm doing until I get there.
0: Words to live by. And I I don't think I've ever said this, but thank your mom for your service for me. And I want you back here in a future episode of on Radio because you was killing it out there. Uh, Hopefully you're not too famous and you don't turn my show down.
1: Uh, (laughs) When I'm on Million Dollar Listing, then maybe you can come on my show.
0: <laughs> maybe no promises.
1: I'll be selling you a house by then, right? You know what? Why not?
0: Why? <laughs> well, I will call you first. I got a spot in I'm calling you first.
1: ABC, always be closing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam
0: Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K N E W Amsterdam.com. Until next
1: time, this city is yours.